On today's show, we talk with Allie from Wish Upon a Planner about Disney World food. This is WDW, the Disney World Planning Podcast. Allie, hi. Thank you for joining us on the podcast. How are you? Good. Happy to be here. I'm excited to have you because you were a guest, gosh, like a little over a year ago to talk about Genie Plus. My that is my top downloaded episode because you were our Genie Plus expert. Today you're gonna be our expert on something else. Yeah. Food. food. I'm waving my hands like people can see me. But <laughs> I just remember they can. I can see you in the video and it's quite amusing. Um cool. okay. Food. I have this weird thing when I go to Disney World where I don't eat. Um yeah, I don't know I if do that's the, just I do me. the opposite. Okay. All right. I don't, I don't stop eating. <laughs> I've been trying to make more of an effort to actually like stop and try different foods, but yep. it's difficult. So you are Disney World food expert. We have with us our special guest. Tech nasty. To <laughs> drop in his two cents, even though we don't really want it or need it. You need it. And it's, I'm going to laugh a little time. I bring a necessary stupidity to this show. <laughs> You get far too intellectual with Disney World, and I just, I need to make it, you know, accessible to the unwashed masses such as myself. You said something during the Genie Plus podcast, and like, my brother and my sister both listened, I guess, and texted me about it. Those are my fans. <laughs> You're both of my, both of your fans. About my secret. Yeah. <laughs> no, but what did you say? You're like, oh, how do you make this all sound so horrible? <laughs> Wait, we're talking about Genie Plus. <laughs> and that is why you're on. That's why you're on. It, I really feel like the Bob Iger coming back is indicative of the Genie Plus system being a nightmare. Yeah. No, like, somebody Wait. needs to come fix this. Please. <laughs> we're like, all right, we know we messed up. Just go ahead, tell dad, get him back here. Like, <laughs> we just got to fess up now before we're in it's more true. trouble. It's true. And like, that all is... right, dad had to come back. Like, that dude... He's almost 80. Like, how old is Bob Iger? Is he really? I, you know, no, I, you're exaggerating. No, hold a on, little bit. Hold on, hold oh, on. he's getting out his Google machine. It's his hey, rectangle. Hey, Siri, how old is Bob Iger? Bob Iger is 71. Old. <laughs> 71. Oh. Yeah, he should be retired. He doesn't, ha- he shouldn't be messing around with this. I read his memoir. That guy's up at like 3 30 in the morning, exercising for two hours every day. He's meditating. A he would be, wouldn't he? I give myself there. a pat on the back if I take the stairs instead of the elevator. Meditating, working out. And we're going to talk today about cupcakes and donuts and whatnot. That's <laughs> our priority. Right. Oh my, no, no. I heard that cupcakes and donuts, that felt like we were going into an intro. <laughs> no, no, we're on not. On today's show, we're talking food. At the parks. Yum. You're the worst. There we go. Your impression of my intro is offensive. <laughs> I first thought you had recorded that. I was like, oh. <laughs> That's how spot on it was. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. You thought that was me? <laughs> no, I don't. I was like, what is half the time I'm on here? I'm like, what is happening? And then I just stop. <laughs> I'm sure the audience oh. feels the same way. All right. I'm looking oh. here. We've been recording for less than four minutes, and we're already off the rails. <laughs> I know. I know. Okay, boom. Let's talk food. Everything Disney World food. What makes you our food expert? I mean, I know I'm not the expert because I forget to eat on trips. But what makes, you, our, <laughs> what, <is he? laughs> what makes you our food expert? 
<laughs> I'm gonna just giggle the entire time. Anyways, um, okay, so really, I'd eaten at almost every table service restaurant multiple times. I would go to say, I mean, the pandemic and changing, like the changes coming back have thrown it off a little bit. But I used to be able to tell you like every single menu item on every single menu from a kiosk in Epcot to a signature restaurant wow. like, at the Boardwalk. Yeah. So, and I've eaten most of it. Because um, I've been doing this five years now. And we spend a lot of money on food. Like, it's a majority of our expenses, actually. Way more probably than resorts or plane tickets or anything like that. The majority of your expenses food. That's, you know, it's funny because I just did a trip with my 11-year-old. It was just the two of us. And I was like, I spent like triple what I'd normally spend when I go by myself. And I'm trying, I was like, why? I don't understand why so, this was so much more expensive. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, because he wants to eat three times a day like right. a normal human being, whereas right. I typically don't do that. I was like, why did I spend so much money on this trip? It was the food. food. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, when you're... Yep. Relying on theme park food for three <laughs> meals a day plus snacks. It was, oh, it's brutal. I know, but here's the thing. If you know where to go and what you're doing, it's like good eating. Not all the time. Not all the time. Like the parks are the hardest. But I mean, because all the good food is like at the resorts and at Disney Springs. And resorts are fun. I'll be at Disney Springs. It's a little harder to get to. Like if you're planning on parks and stuff the whole time. So it's hard to tell people like you should go here every night because no one wants to do that, especially dealing with the buses at Disney Springs. But there's good food to be found, like fish and chips at Epcot. Multiple of my readers are like, this is the best fish and chips we've ever had in our life. And they live in England. Oh, wow. You said resorts have the best food. Is this sit down restaurants? The train of thought is basically the parks have the not the parks still have decent food, right? But it's like certain items. It's not like the entire restaurant or the entire quick service, obviously. And then it steps up. And when you go to the resort table service, you're getting better food. And then I would say Dizzy Springs is probably the best. And that's mostly because a lot of Disney Springs is locals, right? I would I don't know the percentage. I'd go to say like Disney Springs, like locals is probably 25 to 50 percent. Like local restaurants, you mean? No, like locals, like Orlando people going to Disney Springs to dine out. So the food just has to be better, right? So that's kind of like the, I don't know, like the ascending, descending, whatever word, order of like Disney World food quality. Okay. Do you think Disney Springs has better food because it's a lot of the restaurants aren't Disney-owned restaurants? Yes. Like they have to do a good job because you're not captive. You're not captive there. You're captive when you're in the parks and you're captive when you're at a resort, right? It's like airports. Okay. So what's your top pick? Like overall sit-down restaurant. At Disney Springs? Disney. Let's start with Disney Springs. Okay. We'll start with the most boring. (laughs) 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 Okay. um, uh, That's hard. So my general like favorites are Raglan Road, the Irish pub and restaurant, and then the Boathouse. But Raglan Road. I love the Boathouse. I love the Boathouse. But all right. So say it again. (laughs) I love the Boathouse. The... The thing about Disney Springs that I've experienced, and I think you're overlooking, is yes, it's a lot of locals. It is scary busy on the weekends in the evening. Yeah, not just the weekends. And so, like, if you're going to the boathouse, you're standing around for like an hour just to get seated. Like, it, yeah. this is a whole evening experience. Like, set aside four hours for this. Like, it's Definitely. fun. I liked it, but 
that you don't have that in the parks. Like they, you get moved through pretty quickly in your totally. reservations. Yeah, they're like Disney get Springs in, get is like, out. Yeah, Disney Springs is like a. It is like a. We're doing this during the day. It's lunch, but lunch is this much time or dinner because the bus system and stuff. Like you gotta. Well, yeah. Ness, I was gonna ask if if you're recommending a restaurant at Disney Springs, how do you typically? suggest people do Disney Springs for a meal. Do you think it's better to do it on like an off park day? Is this something? Yeah. For sure. Break day. But not everybody has break days, right? Right. And a lot of content creators, I'm noticing this trend where people are like, have really like chill days in the park and on your break day and all this. And I'm like, dude, most people going to Disney, like they're trying to cram it all in. They might be going to debt on this trip and they don't have all the time in the world. And that's totally fine. So we got to create some content that caters to the fact that people might not like have break days or this. So if you have a break day, yes. If not, I tell people like, if you want to go to Disney Springs to make it happen, do it on your Animal Kingdom day because Animal Kingdom closes early. And like, so if you're a night out and Animal Kingdom still closing at seven or eight, rarely is Animal Kingdom open till nine anymore. Like sometimes in the summer and stuff or like really busy season, but it's usually closing seven or eight. Go to Disney Springs after that. If you have young kids and you got to be back, just do the Animal Kingdom early. You'll be done at like four or five. Go to Disney Springs afterwards. That's smart. I typically just tell people to skip Disney Springs. So. Well, I mean, skip it for sure. Like, yeah. Because it's not that big of a deal. But like, I only do recommend stuff like if you have extra time. But if someone's like, oh, I really want to go to like Wine Bar George or I really want to go to Rabbit Road and see the Irish dancers or whatever, you know, it's like. Animal Kingdom's a good day to try to work it out. Now, when you are when you're ranking these and Raglan Road's up there, is that because of atmosphere? Or is that just because of food? Both, both. Okay. So, in general, all my reviews for anything Disney I say are about value. So it's about what you're getting, the atmosphere, and the price. So I'm thinking of all three things, right? Because anything at Disney like is never going to win usually in all three categories. Like you're paying way too much for good ambience and service. And good food. But like, it's like you can take two, but that's it. You usually can't get all three. Um, Riding the road's a lot of fun and it's fun for kids and adults. And like, that's usually why I recommend it. It's kind of, it's really family friendly. The food still shows it's a huge menu. Um, They have amazing strawberry mimosa. That's made with like Aperol and champagne and fresh strawberries. And it's so good. I don't know um, what Aperol is, but I drink it. <laughs> I drink it right now. Yeah. With my mouth. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> uh, remind me again, what park are we talking about? Disney Springs. Oh, boy. What? I thought we were at Animal Kingdom. Wow. No, we're still at Disney Springs. You bring oh, so man. much to the show. I you really do. You should it's... be a two-part guy. <laughs> 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 you, can, you can come right on itinerary, Swerve. Can... <laughs> oh, <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> You so, idiot. That. Rather Road, Boathouse, Homecoming, delicious, amazing food. But it's like you need a wheelbarrow to get out of there. <laughs> so you have to do that on a break day. Not much of a buy, but good food. Uh, Polite Pig, Barbecue, Disney Springs. It's technically quick service, so it's cheap. That's like the best deal on property, actually, maybe. Hmm. Is Polite Pig. Have you been? Uh, well, so we don't eat well, you're meat. Vegetarian. So yeah. yeah, well, we're pescatarian. So I don't know if they have fish options. But every time I've glanced at the menu, right. I'm like, they're Meh. pretty. You know, every everything there now every, has a plant based. Every it Disney feels. restaurant does. I'm not sure if it's true of the non Disney ones that you're going to see at Disney Springs. Oh, I probably. actually don't know. It's Orlando. I don't know. It is like because Orlando is almost like a. 
I call I call Orlando like a wannabe LA, like because it's it's like it, I mean sort of because no one's walking not, there. Not really because it's Florida, <laughs> but it's like they're very plant based. You're gonna find all that, yeah. So probably something. But also, do you want to eat a Beyond sausage like everybody else just to say yeah, you ate that at a is restaurant? The, that's the issue that I have with their yeah. like vegetarian stuff. And I right. like Beyond stuff, but sure. you know you don't want it every single meal. No. So, no, just to say you went somewhere, right? Yeah. It's like, that's not what you do. Because I've been vegetarian multiple times, and it's like, I'm not going to go somewhere for the place, then. I'm going wherever the best right. food is. Right, right, right. So do Maybe you, you should go to Homecoming. Okay, I was going to say, I don't know if you have any insight on, like, plant-based, vegetarian options, like, where to go. I mean, Disney Springs, I could tell you, I would go to Homecoming and, like, starch it up. Get, like, all the sides. <laughs> starch it up? Sides, go okay. car all the crazy. sides. Go crazy. crazy. You know, I it's funny, like my mom gets very confused whenever I go to her house because we don't eat meat and she like doesn't know what to do with it. And I always tell I'm like, it's I'm like, we're not it's we can just eat the sides. I think I'm going to tell her starch it up from now on. That's going to be starch it up. That's going to be my go to because she like does not know what to do with us. Yeah, people really overthink it. Yeah. I'm like, you're thinking too hard about it. Yeah. Like, is that no, no, I'm just as unhealthy as you. Yeah. <laughs> Mac and cheese, done. I had love yeah. on cheese. <laughs> yeah. We're a cheese family. We're a cheese family. That's what my 13-year-old says. We're a cheese right? family. Breaded Balbita, baby. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Diet. So the nightmare that is Disney Springs, we have some good suggestions. <laughs> Assuming you've got the time to get yep. your butt there. You, we say it's a nightmare. Disney Springs problem is it's so good that... Everyone within a 70-mile radius goes there every evening. I think, well, like she said, it's a lot of locals just clogging up the place. I mean, it, I also, like it just it. isn't that big. So I the- like it. I'm just scared to go there because there's too many people. <laughs> you know, I think if you can start early, if you, you know, can I, do a lunch. I think I like Disney Springs in theory. In theory. I like a lot of things in theory. Right. <laughs> in practice. It's funny, though, because... Like Disney Springs, like you talk about how it's crowded, but you're in full control. Like you can have a reservation. So you got to deal with parking if you have a car, which is a pain, but most people aren't going to. They're going to be coming off Disney transportation. And so really, as long as you have a reservation, you have a goal that's very achievable versus being in a park where it's crowded and sometimes you're at the mercy of other things. Says the woman who's clearly never pushed a stroller through Disney Springs (laughs) (laughs) because that is a nightmare. Yeah, I'm like, okay, Okay, try with my three kids in tow. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, It really changes perspective. Like, just move past the drunk people, guys. Keep going. Don't look at them. (laughs) Don't look at them. Keep moving. Yeah. I think lunch. Lunch is your safe bet if you have a free day. There you go. And if you have a stroller. Yeah. All right. Okay. So what about resorts? I'm often excited about resort restaurants, but the idea of like figuring out how to get there is not my favorite thing. Um, So what resort restaurants are worth trying to figure out the transportation to get to and from? If you can get to one that's on the monorail or Skyliner and you're coming from a park, that's the easiest way, right? Because like, I don't plan a lot of meals at resorts where I'm trying to leave my hotel and then go to another resort because you have to ride share and then you have to get car seats that usually then lay up one. Or you have to take a bus or whatever and then go to another park and then transfer, which it doesn't sound that hard, but it is because what if a bus leaves, like, it pulls off as you get there and that happens twice, then it's taking you, like, well over an hour to get to dinner 
again in theory like in theory it doesn't seem so bad but in practice it's a giant pain totally so like i tell people if you want to go get a good meal at a resort like try to do it either as a like a break on your part like from the parks or just afterwards right like example california grill you have a big full day at the magic kingdom and then you go to california grill you sit down and you're watching the fireworks and that's your evening because you just get on the monorail and it's like Oh, it's just as fun as being in the parks. Maybe a little more relaxing. So what are your top choices then for resort restaurants? If you're going to take some time to hit one of the resort restaurants, where are we going? Steakhouse 71 at the Contemporary, which has good plant-based options. Oh, I haven't tried that one yet. I When it first opened, I couldn't get a reservation because I'm so bad at getting reservations, which we're going to get to. I'm going to ask you about that later. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because that's something I'm super bad at. And I know you're really good at that. Easy. Um, But yeah, so I I haven't tried that one yet. What's the plant-based option they have? Um, Well, they have like a stack burger, which is like kind of like a smash burger. And it's super cheesy and it's super delicious. And it comes with like these Parmesan fries that are also so good. Parmesan waffle fries. Uh, but they make it in a vegetarian option and it's supposed to be like delicious. Mm, okay. Like want that. not your standard plant-based Disney burger where it's like beyond or possible. I guess it's impossible. And then, you know, vegan cheese or real cheese or whatever. And then the, you know, the bun that like looks like it could be photographed. It's got the shine. <laughs> they always look like that in the pictures. I don't know that, that it, I've ever actually like gotten. brushed with egg yolk yeah. is how they do that? I don't know, but those those are like the ones you don't want, right? Because you get it and it's like, it's, yeah. Anyways, so <laughs> Steakhouse 71 at the Contemporary, because it, it feels like a signature restaurant and experience and it's like, it's not expensive. Like a, a steak at Flying Fish, I think their filet right now is like $54 or $56. And I know I'm talking meat, but I'm just giving an example. But like a Well, other people eat meat. <laughs> Right. Like the filet at Steakhouse 71 is in the 30s. Oh, wow. That is a big price difference. Yeah. And it's not going to be the smaller, like sometimes like offensively smaller portions you get at signature restaurants. (laughs) You're not a big eater, but I am. (laughs) So like if I'm paying more money and you're shrinking my food, like sometimes it's nice. Sometimes, you know, you'll get scallops and you get like two. And I'm like, really? Like I just walked 12 miles and you just charge me $59. Two scallops. (laughs) Like, I need eight. Do you remember when some executive a while back said something about smaller portions at Disney World? And she was like, well, we're just helping people's waistlines. Do you remember that? This was like a public statement that one of the executives made about small. It's like, oh, you are. Thank you. Oh, so thoughtful. Yeah. And can't do that in this country, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Leave my waistline alone. Anyways. Anywhere else? So not Animal Kingdom Lodge is good. Like it's it's really good. Their bread service is amazing, and that's such an amazing Hold on. resort. That's tell me about the bread service. Oh, you know all about this bread service. Now I know this one. He knows this is the best thing I've ever eaten in my life. Oh, do you like it? Yeah. If I was on death row, this would be my last <laughs> meal. Oh, this is your electric chair meal. Oh yeah. So we yeah. strap me in. We don't. We typically try not to do the same restaurant twice when, like, we go as a family. Like, we always try and do something different or something we haven't yeah. done. But Sanaa, we've been to I don't even know how many times. Because yeah, that one, he's service. like, can we go? Can we go? Can you make a reservation? Can we go? I go right now. Yeah. Yes. I would, too, with those nine <laughs> dipping sauces. Oh. Minus, then there's minus a, a cucumber one. Have you had the secret dipping sauce? Oh, shut up. There's a secret dipping sauce. 
No, there's not. Yes, there is. <laughs> I got it. Like, the last time we were there. There's a 10th one? Yes. I vaguely remember this. This was the time that I lost our, the car key to our rental car. So sh- the oh, waitress great. key. Oh, yes. It's also the it's So the I one. was like hysterical, like running around like a crazy person. And she's like describing this 10th. Let me bring you this sauce and like going over what it is. And I was like, where's my car key? I don't <laughs> care about your sauce. <laughs> So I can't oh, I didn't know this. And I'm oh. like kind of I'm like upset. I get yeah, there's not a lot I don't know about Disney food. I did not know there was a 10 hidden secret freaking dipping sauce. How did you all. find out about this 10th sauce? Because I was hysterical. I remember nothing. That's just, That's just one of my many secrets. Uptech <laughs> nasty. My eyes just rolled so hard back into my head. Okay, so now there's so many like we think of what else? What's worth making special arrangements? Sana, several times when we've gone, we're like, all right, we have to take an Uber or a minivan because we need a car seat or we have to like take a bus here and then another yeah. bus here. What's worth planning out that extra transportation? Yeah, again, I think like sticking to what's close, right? Keep it on the monorail line. People love Ohana. Like Ohana is fine. Some other There's foods. Some st- it's- stink on that. <laughs> I was like, some real faint praise. People love Ohana. It's fine. <laughs> Tell us what you really think. Do you so, think Ohana's overrated? I wouldn't say overrated because it's really, really fun. And it's like, it is a meal you can't get anywhere but Disney. It's very, it's just very Disney, like very kind of culty, this meal. It's family style. Culty? And so it's like a cult, like favorite. Yeah, dude, it's Disney. So, okay. Other resorts, um, Coronado Springs has such good restaurant options. This is like this is also like a little more adulty, but like three bridges at Coronado, the restaurant outside of the lake in the middle of the resort. I have never eaten at any restaurants at Coronado. I'm not familiar it's- with Coronado. Are you guys making this up? Yep, we're making it. We're just <laughs> screwing with you right now. <laughs> Break it down for me. Where is this? Now, when you give your tours, do they include resorts or is it just parks? I'm new here. <laughs> Anyways, Dahlia Lenelge. Um, bring my kids, too, to go out of the way. Like, I'm sticking to Steakhouse 71. I'm sticking to the monorail. You know, Ohana, things like that. What else? Skyliner, you have Topolino's Terrace, which is arguably the best character breakfast on property. So I think that's worth it. And even if you're not coming from the park. Like, you're, if you're going for breakfast, obviously, you got to take transport there. So you got to figure out how to get there. Or hopefully, you're on the Skyliner. And you can get there, but most people will be. But afterwards, you just make Epcot or Hollywood Studios your park day. So, I mean, better yet, what you really should do if you're doing a character breakfast is go to the park, rope drop, and make your character breakfast, like, late. Ooh, that's like, like a pro move right there. Yeah, totally. You, because Whatever the last breakfast slot you can get. Yep, because you get in, you get like two or three hours, well, probably not three, but a good hour and a half to two hours of the park, and then you take your monorail or Skyliner over to your character breakfast or meal. You get to relax knowing that you just walked on or have less than a 10-minute wait for like four rides, let everybody else walk in, and then you stack your lightning lanes with Genie Plus, (laughs) and then you go back to the park. You go back, you listen to to our Genie Plus episode. Right? Stack, stack, stack. Yes, while you're eating breakfast. That's the pro move. Yeah, these are just like good tips because transportation, I feel like, is what really yeah, that's, is like difficult. That's why I wanted to start with Disney Springs and resorts because the transportation piece of it can yeah. be such a headache. 
And, you know, if you're trying to get from your resort to a different resort and then to the park, like, well, how do you do that? Or if it's later in the day. Right. It's just, you know, if you're going from a park to the restaurant, fine. But then how do you get back to your resort? Right. Well, and that's why Disney's making all that money off of minivans, right? Yeah, I know. And I'm a sucker who's used to them because they're so convenient, but they're so expensive. The criticism of America is that we don't use mass transportation. And Disney World has finally overcome and added individual cars to their transportation. Right? It's, America, I, it's such a step backwards for a place that like does everything else so well. Capitalism. Are, there's no way you can have enough of them. No, I... They're not set up for it. It's already a problem. I just took a minivan a few weeks ago and because I like to grill the drivers about... Like uh, anything I can think of. (laughs) I'm a real nightmare. Um, But he was like, there are like 65 vans total right now. And they're not all running at the same time because obviously like you can't have them all going. They need maintenance. People need time off. So he's like, you know, there's a fraction of that. And the demand is so high that trying to get minivans at any time is like, you know, it's a crapshoot whether or not you're able to get it. What would be ideal is if they could get that Skyliner between everything because it's so efficient. I know. It's amazing. Still better than the buses. I agree. It's still better than the buses. I just want to take a moment to remind us all on this transportation episode of the show <laughs> that it started out as a food episode. <laughs> I'm so glad it you're really here. It turned into transportation. I'm so glad you're here to keep us on track. What would we do without you? You'd probably do another 20 minutes on transportation. Well, we that would be about the, that the would be useful. Boats. So, so where? What restaurants do you take the ferry boats to? <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's discuss our ferry okay, boat options. Talk- Let's talk best items in each park. Yes, let's. All right, well, let's start with Animal Kingdom. AK. AK. Or technically, it's DAC, right? Oh, you're right. It is DAC. Dan's Animal Kingdom. Dan? <laughs> Who's Dan? I, you know, Dan. Dan the man. I don't know. I didn't name it. Okay, continue. Kurt, Kurt will appreciate this. We can edit it or not. But one of uh, my friends back home, He's very dry. He is not a Disney guy, thankfully. And um, so he came back from Disney and he's like, you know, all like these shirts people are wearing. He's like, wouldn't it be funny if they were like really literal? Like if we like a Splash Mountain shirt, we made it like Walter Disney's splishity, splashy, <laughs> draw wild, wet ride. <laughs> it would be Walter Disney's <laughs> yeah, problematic ride <laughs> named after a mediocre Tom Hanks movie from the I- 80s. But themed after Song of the South. Oh, the Tom Hanks. It's na- that's that. why they named it Splash. Yeah. It was like a last minute decision that what's his name made? Eisner. Anyway, back to Animal Kingdom. Magic Kingdom? Animal Kingdom? Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom. Okay, Dan's Animal Kingdom. Dan's Animal Kingdom. Also known as Dad. My knee-jerk reaction is like buffalo chicken chips. Buffalo chicken chips? They're at Trilobites in Dino Land, USA. Yes. Okay, what else? They're, I mean, everybody, so we just did like reader polls where we did best of for like this year and surveyed all these people. We're like, what's the best? Like 30 different food categories. And Yak and Yeti was in the top five for sit-down restaurants. Okay, that makes me happy because I love Yak and Yeti. It's delicious. It's not owned by Disney. (laughs) That's why it's better. Do they serve real yak? 
<laughs> no. Right. No, they do not. But they do serve Brill Yeti. That was a bad dad joke. <laughs> bad dad joke. No, that's good. It's like Pan, Asian, Indian, not Europe or America or South America. Big menu. It's not easy to get a reservation there. I feel like it's hard to get a reservation anywhere right now. If you have like a Landry's card or something, it's easier. But I don't know the detail on that. I So I, the the Landry's card is for it's Yak and Yeti, Rainforest Cafe, and there's one more. I can't think of I think there's one I more. I can't think of it either. Um, there's like Landry's is also like its own kind of like cult of restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you Disney can springs has you the dubious can... honor of having the nicest rainforest cafe in the united states really yeah well they got that epic volcano does it do that at all the rainforest cafe uh, no I'm not a rainforest cafe regular so, so there's sure. a rainforest cafe about a mile from our house coincidentally oh, like really? purely coincidentally so we live right by yeah we didn't move here I for can... it <laughs> <laughs> we didn't i did <laughs> we can see the six the like the local six flags park yeah from our house and so for a oh. while for a while the area we live in they were like this is going to be the like the midwest tourist spot yeah like they really were trying to build it up so there's like a right. great wolf lodge like indoor water park we've got um gurney mills which is one of the biggest malls in the country yeah. and we've got the six flags park well none of that stuff it's took so off nice. so there's a rainforest cafe in that mall, we were just there about a week ago for a birthday party for our daughter. It is one of the worst restaurants. I mean, it's fine, but like they have not kept it up. So when you go to Rainforest Cafe at Disney, they have fish in the fish tanks, which there are not in <laughs> our Rainforest fish. Cafe. It's just empty fish tanks. Word to the wise, though, they frown on eating the fish. It, <laughs> it is beat up. It is gross. Pescatarians. All right, so where were we? Um, Landry's cards. So you, if you, if you have a Landry's card, you can basically skip in front of the reservation line. Is like, that what it is? Yeah, you can walk up and get a spot. I don't know. I don't know, like if they're if like how long they'll make. They you got wait. a lightning lane at this restaurant. Es- essentially, like if you sign up for a Landry's card, and still like a, I think it is still like a wait list, but it's like it's a wait list that only exists. Yes. For those people anyway. So, but I'm not positive. I'm not I positive. I am going to quadruple check this all and I'll put details in the show notes so that we have yeah. the most accurate information <laughs> available on the Landry's uh, card. But it's, I know it's Yakin Yadi Rainforest Cafe. Anyway, I'm sorry. Back to yeah, Animal okay. Kingdom. I'm going to rabbit fire. So Tusker House is probably my second favorite character breakfast on property. It's actually like maybe the most fun overall. And like, it's such a, like I tell people, if you have one character breakfast, like try to get Topolino's, but if you can or you don't want to go there, it's a hassle. Do Tusker House at Animal Kingdom because it like builds beautifully into a good old Animal Kingdom morning, right? You could do the brunch hack because breakfast and lunch are very different. So you schedule your breakfast as late as possible, and then you get breakfast and you get lunch food at the breakfast price, right? So that's fine. So we haven't done Tusker House in a while, but we have done that character. It's been several years, like pre-COVID. But as I recall, the breakfast there was really, really good because it was not just like regular 
powdered eggs or whatever. You yeah, know, it was. Shit. You know what that like buffet you breakfast got, is like. It's like cafeteria food. It is what it is. It is what it is. And you're paying for the atmosphere and the experience Whereas, of the characters. But this, this one, gotta, I remember, yeah. it's been a while, but I remember the food being so much better at this particular breakfast. I hate the character meals. I do. And this <laughs> one, I was like, wow. <laughs> I love this. I dread character meals. It's for it's for the kids, not for me. See, I don't even, I am such a sucker. Like, I actually don't even think that. I'm like, goofy. <laughs> I, uh, I'm just like, I'm uncomfortable. You wouldn't think so with my personality, but I totally like play into it. Also, like, I don't want to make it more awkward than it is. So I'm like, well, I'm just going to go all the way and like believing that this is goofy. Okay. So that's Animal Kingdom. Pongulumpia and Pandora, which is like the weirdest name ever, but it's Avatar. So, but those are the pineapple, the pineapple cream cheese spring rolls, which you look like you know what I'm talking Love about. Oh, yes. I do know yeah. what you're talking Well, it's that like- we, so Tanner and I just did the four park challenge a few weeks yep. ago. And that, so we were like, we have to do a snack at each, and that, I was like, that's where mm-hmm. we're going for our snack. Nice. So he got the Navi pretzel, the giant oh, pretzel that was like, like it's like bigger, pretzel. bigger than his head. And I got the Pangu Lumpia, or I'm probably saying yep. that wrong. Whatever it is. Nailed it. Nailed Cream it. cheese and pineapple. It's a made-up language. You call it whatever you yes. want. <laughs> All I know is it was delicious. You're not going to offend the people of Pandora. I might. <laughs> the Nalbi. I could try. I can try. Any other quick service stops or snack stops? Flying Tree Barbecue, the baked mac and cheese with the pulled pork, which you can also get without pulled pork at Eight Spoon. Which is like the kiosk, not a kiosk, but like the cart nearby. So eight spoon for the cart and then flight and trade barbecue. If you want it with the pulled pork, you could also get it without the pulled pork. Okay, let's talk Hollywood Studios then. Okay, so number one, <laughs> baseline tap house pretzel, like the, not jumbo, but like Bavarian pretzel, not a bakey pretzel with beer cheese, which is technically called beer cheese fondue and their spicy mustard, which I was like, Never. I didn't really like mustard. I don't think you'd love mustard when you're a kid. And then I became an adult. And I'm like, oh. Isn't that funny? This, I agree with okay. you. Yeah. This is okay. And then it was like, I liked it like 80%. And then when I had it with my pretzel at Baseline Tap House like years ago, I was like, I love mustard. <laughs> it finally happened. Is it, it finally happened. Are you pairing it with a certain beer? Is there something? Yep. Okay. With a 22 ounce hazy little thing draft? Yes. Okay. <laughs> No, but really, like, there's, like, just because a lot of people aren't going to know what Baseline is, but it's, like, a craft beer. It's supposed to be, like, a California tap house in the middle of Hollywood Studios. And they don't have full-service food, but they have a pretzel. They have a charcuterie board and cheese board, which people love. Um, I don't need charcuterie, and they actually usually won't do just cheese boards. So, but people love that. And then they have, like, this steak puff type thing that's really delicious, too. Uh, I'm trying to think if they have anything else. I think those are the three. And this is just like options. a um, just like a bar. This isn't you need a reservation. No. Yeah. So you how do you? Uh, it's like do a you, bar. It's a walk up. Do you find that seating is an issue when you go here? It, it can be for sure. Yeah. Is a steak uh, puff like a mini beef Wellington? <laughs> sort of. Yeah. I think that's what they're trying to do. I've never had beef Wellington actually. Anyways. So baseline, and then B, the buffalo chicken grilled cheese at ABC Commissary. That's quick service, which is so, so good. It's, like, so fattening. It's basically, like, buffalo chicken dip. Like, you would have, like, watch a football with tortilla chips, 
like a pound of it loaded onto grilled bread with more cheese. Interesting. I never thought of ABC commissary as like good. A pla- yeah. Like I always thought of ABC commissary as more like chicken tenders for the kids or, you know, well, like that's is, but totally. So they like kind of took a new initiative with it a few years ago it was after the pandemic and they brought it back with like a more complex menu and they kept like the kit staples. Um, because they like everywhere else in Hollywood Studios is like that, yeah. right? Until do- until docking based out, I came out at Star Wars, which yeah, we and can that's talk about really that. that's been my criticism of quick service at Hollywood Studios. It's like it's not bad, but it's nothing exciting. No. And so like, typically, I go to Galaxy's later. Edge. I love Galaxy's Edge. Quick yeah, service. that's typically mm. where I'll go. So I'm going to have to you know reevaluate. I think some of the quick service options in yeah. Hollywood Studios, but they have like. They have shrimp tacos, or they did. I don't know if they changed it. They're, they still play with that menu a lot, but ABC Commissary is kind of like the new, you're going to get not just a park food for adults. Backlot Express is still like the safe theme park food. The adults and kids want theme park food, but ABC Commissary is like, check out the menu. Like They have an amazing salad. It's like, is it the Farrow? Farrow? I don't know how to pronounce it. It's like the grain. Okay. I don't I'm know. I'm going to say Farrow because it sounds more sophisticated. We're, we'll go with that. But it's probably I'm sh- if it's wrong, America. somebody will email me and let me know. I have no doubt. <laughs> so Someone's wrong on the Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> and I got to let everybody know. Yeah. So that is the best salad I've ever had in my life. And you can get that as a side. So I get my like really fat and buffalo chicken grilled cheese. And then I get my little salad and it's all good. Right. Um, we need to talk about Woody's Lunchbox because I'm pretty sure you're a Woody's Lunchbox hater too, right? I love Woody's Lunchbox. No, the food is I love good it. and it's fun. You do? I love it, yes. But there's never seating. There's no. There's never seating. So and I... That's a valid Two criticism. times, two times, on top of a I've either can. gotten into an altercation or witnessed an altercation that's what I over of. seating. <laughs> <laughs> One time, so my sister, I was there with my sister... And she went to sit down and she was not about to like start a fight, but she's like setting her stuff and is about to sit down. And somebody swooped in like as she was putting her bag on the table, just completely swooped in where she was setting her bag down, like essentially pushing it out of the way. But she was so non... I'm shaking my... I'm like for... I'm shaking my head. Oh, but she's so non-confrontational. She's like, all right. And so I was, you know being like a hawk and managed to get something else fine so we sit down we're eating then we witness somebody else like at the table next to us a similar thing happened except this woman <laughs> didn't let it go and i thought it was gonna go to blows so finally i was like uh excuse like we're almost done you can just come sit at our table That's like nice. until you know yeah because i was like these people are clearly in the wrong and i was very loud when i said that like just yeah. so just come and sit with us and right. they did. But nice. yeah, no, um, seating there is a nightmare. It is an it's, absolute it's, nightmare. It is. It and is. you're going to be in the hot, hot sun because there's no shade either. They have That's some I mean. sad, sad umbrellas yeah, at a few of I the mean, tables. It's fun. It's like everybody wants to eat in Toy Story Land, especially if you're with your young kids. And it's you right want there. Those like, the Tachos. I love the Tachos. Yeah, Tachos. He's our tour guide. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And they do the tachos um, vegan, which I'm not vegan, but, you know, yeah. like if you want plant-based chili, they'll do that. Yeah. I'm sorry. Continue. You had a thought and I just talked over you. No. Go no, ahead. That's like what I wanted to talk about. Like that is the epitome of Woody's Lunchbox is like you want to love it. 
And the food's good. They have like that brisket. They have a good grilled cheese. Like it's just easy. And yeah. like you want to eat there with your toddlers. It's cute. But like. Their five is... tables aren't enough. No. <laughs> like, and yeah. If and, and if you're there like April through October, September, like you want to get in the AC. Like, right. Like, so ABC commissary always mostly plentiful seating because it's pretty big. And then like if you want guaranteed seating, go to Pizza Rizzo. Mm, it's yes. like nothing more than those cheap personal pans, which the pizza's good, but the crust is like one half of the pizza. <laughs> so that kind of stinks. But pro tip, ask for dipping sauce. They'll give it to you. You can dip you can dip your crust in it. Yeah. I asked for marinara. I you know what? I honestly don't I will deal with whatever because it's like two floors. And air conditioned I in just, that place. Yeah. I so. dip the crust in water, and I make sure to ask for just like give me a kid's water. I'm not delicious. <laughs> then just dip that crust I, right so, in. So you know you were talking. Like a duck. You were talking about Toy Story Land, and everybody <laughs> wants to eat in Toy Story Land, but it's just such a narrow like strip. There's like I rides. Just and, it's just not worth it. To and me. it's funny because I was saying something like like a couple of months ago how excited I was about the the new restaurant. What's it like Rodeo Roundup or whatever it's called, the brand new yeah. restaurant. You were like, you're literally the only person excited about this restaurant. <laughs> no, I but not. I you something like that. I you know what? I have the receipts. You said something along those okay. lines. <laughs> but so I you know what? I stand by that because there's not enough space. There's no AC in Toy Story Land. There's yeah. just not enough of anything there. So like you give me a restaurant, I'm like, sweet. I kind of yeah. wish it was an inside quick service, but whatever. I'll yeah. take whatever. No, and I remember you saying that. <laughs> I'm just waiting to hear what our best options are in a galaxy far, far away. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. Calm down over there. But I assume it's because it's like numbers one, two, and three on this although list. Although this is going to be a two-hour episode because the first 57 minutes was transportation. The <laughs> okay, so yeah, that's Woody's Roundup, whatever. It's going to be like above mediocre i think it's gonna be good honestly i don't think it's gonna be great because it's like massive barbecue that's it's like family, family style, style barbecue right right yeah. but it's fine and that's like people want to stay in toy story land right and they had the plans for this at woody's lunchbox was like a fail in the sense of seating so that's why they made this restaurant so star wars so docking bay seven for me was a total hit when it first opened in 2019 and then post pandemic i feel like the food went down the hill a little bit and it's the priciest, one of the priciest quick services in all of Disney. We typically, well, I say we, I typically go for Ronto's Roasters over Docking Bay, personally. Mm. That makes um, sense. That's also voted one of the best foods at yes, Disney. Yes, I, love I it. so, you know, the, I've said this so many, like anybody who listens to this regularly is going to be like, we know, we know. The last meat that I ate before I went vegetarian was a Ronto wrap. And I was like, I'm so glad because that was freaking delicious. It was one of my favorite things. That's a good way to go out. But I really love the vegetarian ones as well. The Ziggy wrap. Both the like the lunch dinner and the breakfast one. And it's like with chickpeas and stuff. Absolutely delicious. I love The Ziggy wrap is good. Yes. Yeah. More so than at Docking Bay. I want to say it's like falafel. I think, which I like. It's good. I know we had it somewhat recently. Um, yeah, Kurt, you and I yeah, did. Yeah, that one's good. I it's good. It's- I like that one. It wasn't my favorite. I like I find, the drinks they have there, though. I find in general that Disney World has a a lack of seasoning for my tastes, and the Ronto wraps like 
Bring yeah. the flavor. If They're he's like, Look, sure. it's from he Spain. says seasoning, but he means spice. Like if he's not crying, then he's oh, like, well, it's not seasoned yeah. enough. Bring the pain. <laughs> he needs mouth the heat. Of steel. Yeah, yeah, that's what he needs. But the Ronto wraps got some heat to it. Yeah, I oh really? You would say heat a little uh, bit? No, I think it's well seasoned. A little, yeah, it's a lot of flavor. Maybe I'm thinking of the breakfast. Maybe it's the breakfast one. I know. I I, I think it's the breakfast one has some heat yes. to it. You're probably yeah. like, like this pepperoni is too spicy. <laughs> that it's is not pepperoni. true. Pepperoni's flavor. Um. Yeah, I think that's kind of a wrap on Hollywood. Like, get a pretzel for baseline. Buffalo chicken grilled cheats from ABC Commissary. Who knows how long they'll keep it though? Because they rotate those menus. And then I have this joke that Backlot Express has the best chicken fingers on Disney property, even though they're the exact same chicken fingers. I was going to say, are they any different? They are. Do they do no, anything different? But I swear they just taste better. I don't know why. Probably because they're churning <laughs> about. Or I don't know if they like fry it in a higher temperature and it's crunchier. But like, yeah, that's if I'm getting chicken fingers, it's at um, Bad Lot. Yeah, Bad Lot Express. So the at Rosie's All American, I've had I had the what I would consider the worst meal I've ever had. Did you have that Chicago hot dog plant based thing? No, I had the plant based oh, okay. lobster roll. Ugh. It was the grossest thing I've ever eaten in my entire that life. Pretty gross. I was so excited about it too, because I was like, "Oh, it's like hearts of heart of palm and you know celery and seasoning." And I was like, "All is right, this is gonna be good." I <laughs> thought it was gonna be good. You know, if you have lots of good vegetables, you know, mixed together in an interesting way, lots of seasoning, I'm excited. This was the grossest yeah. thing I've ever eaten in my entire life. I was like, "Did you just like put vegetables in mayonnaise and salt?" Because that's what it tastes like. They used to have a um, fried green tomato sandwich that was like my favorite thing ever. Good. I was, good. was obsessed with it and they don't have it anymore. You need to write on. I do. Bring it back. They'll listen to me. Anyway, let's move on to Epcot. I think Epcot's going to be a little bit more difficult because festivals change stuff all the time. There's so many food options. Yeah. Okay. So staples. You want me to go around the world real fast? Please do. Okay. Mexico, obviously margaritas. I'm not talking about like a lot of alcohol on the show because that's like his own Posca podcast <laughs> if we wanted to do that. And not everybody drinks as much as it's up. I try to be mindful of that. So I'm out of wine. Um, in Mexico, La Cantina, their nachos are delicious. Like they're incredible. And then the cheese empanadas, like that is my ultimate vegetarian food. They're so good. Norway, everybody loves like the troll horn and the school bread from Kringla La Blah 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 Bakery. Um, Kringla La Oga, whatever it is. It's good. I'm not into like a lot of custard desserts, but if you like custard, like my husband loved the school bread and it's super cheap. It was like $3.29 a few years ago and I'm sure it's still less than five bucks, which is like free at Disney. Yeah, right? for Disney prices. It's like free. So um, China... Eh, like I actually like Nine Dragons, the restaurant. I'm thinking more snacks though. Nine Dragons is actually pretty good, and I really like the vibe in there. It's just like low key, and people don't talk about it a lot. It's not like I just feel like if I'm eating Chinese, it's on my couch and Grubhub delivered it, right? So like I'm probably <laughs> not, but I'm probably not going to Disney World to eat Chinese. But every time I eat there, I'm like, this was nice. This was nice. Very chill. I think low key Disney World's the way to go. Because it's way better than trying to fight for hard-to-get reservations. For sure. Uh, the egg rolls, they're pork, but pork and veggie egg rolls at the Joy of Tea stand are still like one of the best deals on property too. Less than five bucks. Germany, 
Beer garden, so fun. Have you guys been to beer garden? Yes. Not in a long time, but yeah. I haven't been for a while either. I think so fun. Like, it is very meat heavy, though. I don't even like to eat yeah, there because it's just Yeah, and that's probably like, why it's been a minute. I, it's, uh, it's like a bratwurst buffet. <laughs> it's like, it's a Beer lie. garden is like core childhood memory for me, though. Like, that's like uh, Disney World did, when I was little. That's and a you good know one. Because your family made you wear a t-shirt that said core memory day at that time? Yes. Correct. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. My mom still to this day, she's like, beer and a pretzel, beer and a pretzel, like, yeah, Disney World, like a fair, anywhere that there's like beer and a pretzel. She's like, beer and a pretzel. So. I mean, Italy, everybody loves the Napoli, mm-hmm. right? It's so easy, especially when you have like a gaggle of children. It's just like, <laughs> you get the giant pizza, like the... The metro. Yeah. So the all the ingredients, most of them are sourced directly from Naples. But they have the Carsialfi, which is like a white pie, which I'm usually not into. I like my red sauce. Um, but it's truffle oil and artichokes and holy moly, it is delicious. Um, and then you just like we could just go right to France where everything is delicious. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love the new crepes. Like Me too. The quick service and the sit down. The sit down gets a lot of hate. And oh, I haven't done the sit down. I've only done the quick service. I like it because it is very European. It is like the experience you're going to get if you go to like a crepery in smaller town like France. Um, and yeah, I have my best memories in France were like eating crepes at like authentic places. And it felt authentic. And A, most of the time you could walk in right now because people just don't reserve it. Because it's new, no one talks about it, and it just didn't take off. And it's not that exciting, but like between the like the crepes and yeah, it's just delicious. well. And when there's and then, the quick service version of it, I think fewer people yeah. are probably reserving it. I have to say the the ratatouille that I had there mm-hmm. was one of the ugliest looking things ever. It was freaking delicious. It yeah. was so good, but yeah, so ugly. So not something that you're going to be like posting to your Instagram. But well, so tasty. Like, isn't that sad? That's probably why it's not that that's, popular. Yeah. Because it's like the berry ones this... were much prettier. But right? yeah. I loved the I ratatouille. Mean, you just hit the nail on the head, though. All right. So we've done Epcot. Anything outside of World Showcase worthwhile or fish, no? Fish and chips. Just make sure you get fish and chips, too. Fish and chips from Rose and Crown? From the UK. Yeah. Well, this this stand, your chart, this shop, that's quick service. Or you can sit down and get them at Rose and Crown. You get like eight. I just not really ate, but it's an enormous portion. Um, poutine from Canada. Poutine from Canada. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Anything outside of World Showcase? Or is World Showcase? Uh, no. They don't have much. I mean, right yeah. now it's like sunshine season in the land, which is like, the food's actually not bad there. And it's a decent selection, but like, I don't want to eat in the land. Only if you, the only time I ever do is if we're switching off for Soren. Yeah, we have our five-year-old, and Kurt's not a big fan because he gets the motion sickness. So. Yeah, and then we'll it was just so off. dated. And so it's like you got to do something because even if you have a lightning lane, you're still waiting yeah. for Soren. You just are. So for sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> then we'll grab sure. a cupcake or something from Sunshine right? Seasons. Or what's the new one? The new um, connections. <sighs> that is pretty mediocre. I yeah, will say it's okay. Yeah, it's not. It's like, it's okay. Like, yeah. if I'm in future world, I'll just eat there. Yeah. Fine. But, like, I would tell everybody, like, and bless your kids, like, full blown tantrum. <laughs> like, it's worth the walk Go elsewhere to make your family walk over to World Showcase. Cause you got Mexico right there. You got Canada right there. And you got fish and chips right there. Right. Right. <laughs> so, 
it's like you don't have to walk to the back of World Showcase. Most of the best food is like kind of towards the front, right? Um, well, minus France, but yeah, I mean, Kanetches is fine. Like the pizza's fine. That fancy burger, I think it's like the French one that has brie or whatever. If you get that hot and fresh, it's pretty good. The um, the vegetarian pizza is a pass for me. It sounded so good. It's like curry. I was yeah. like, oh, this is going to be so flavorful and different. It was not. It was not. Yeah, good. we didn't try no. that. Like anytime something don't comes waste, out, don't bother. <laughs> yeah, we get like everything, and I'm like, that doesn't sound good to me. Like, see, I, I thought it that. sounded good. I was like, oh, this is going to be really flavorful. And okay, this is good to know. Yeah, I was excited about it because I love curry. And yeah. it was not good at all. I yeah. was like, where's the flavor? Like, this is supposed to be curry. Where, Where's the spice? Where's the flavor? It was gross. Yeah. Yeah, I would well, hard pass like, on that one. Yeah. We can write a food guide together because I feel like you've eaten all the things that I the like. The vegetarian stuff. Yeah, I've eaten a lot of it or most of it. So. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to Magic Kingdom then. Okay. So my typical Magic Kingdom day is like trash eating. Like, if I was going to borrow and I'm a tourist, knowing what I know, but I'm a tourist, I'm getting a Cheshire cattail from Cheshire Cafe, like the pastry for breakfast. That's a little too much for me. But yeah, describe what it is. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't eat like that at home. So and I yeah. try not to eat like that at yeah. the park. I'm not. I'm not. I was not in trying to. I was not trying to imply that as you just you were oh, like no, no, no. you eat nothing but icing at the home. The moment you were like, "Hey, just <laughs> describe it to us," you were like, "Okay, hold on." You're like, "Let me let preface me preface this." this. <laughs> oh, the Dean that is. Um, okay, so it's like it's like a croissant pastry, but it's in like a like a twist. It almost looks like a cinnamon twist, but it's like croissant style, and then it's got chocolate chips in the middle. So it's like a, and then it's got icing on top. <laughs> That's fake and you purple. disgust me. I can't <laughs> believe you would eat that. I'm judging you. <laughs> On your vacation. What are you thinking? Um, oh, it's so good, though. When it's fresh. Anyways, it's pastry. It's dessert for breakfast. And it's good. And then I'm getting the pork carnitas nachos from Picosville. Because, man, like, those carnitas taste like they came from, like, your Mexican auntie delicious like i eat a lot of carnitas spend a lot of time in mexico and damn those carnitas are good so delicious you get an extra side of queso for a dollar it's not much but it's a dollar so you get it um columbia harbor house is like a good go-to but it's not exciting but they have like grilled shrimp and it's like it's just nice to have the option of something lighter right okay how about uh restaurants you have to make a reservation for sit down restaurants Yes, Skipper Canteen. I knew that's where you were going. You knew I was going to I knew say it. it. Yeah, I knew it. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. The fish is amazing. Amazing. Uh, the noodles are amazing. Everything's really good there. Um, it's not super expensive. It's not like the atmosphere is that great, but a lot of people love it because it's super campy because it's like Java Cruise themed. It's just fun. It's easy. Okay. How about, let's talk about some of the newer restaurants that are like impossible to get reservations for and whether or not they're worth it. Right. So I'm space talking, yeah, Space 220. Um, God, what else? Like Topolino's I think is still really hard to get reservations mm -hmm. for. Or even yep. some of the, maybe not necessarily the newer ones, but, you know, Be Our Guest is still really difficult to get reservations or Cinderella's not, Royal though. Table. No? It, Be Our Guest is not though. It does book out at the 60-day window, but it's one of the easier reservations to get, like the 24 hours up until the day of. 
Okay, so let's talk about whether or not those first. Let's talk about whether or not those reservations are worth it. You know, some of these harder to get ones, and then let's talk about how to get those reservations. So, what's of the hard to get ones? What's worth it, and what isn't? This is hard for me. See, this is like I got something on Instagram right now. It's super controversial because I'm like, I would oh. skip be our guest. I would skip be our guest in Cinderella's royal table because to me, I'm thinking value, right? Ambiance, price, food. Right. So we got three things. And for me, it's like be our guest. No. Like, Do you I think feel like I'm- adding a character to these makes any sort of difference? Cinderella and the princesses or the beast? Well, like, does that add value? It definitely does. But it's it's like on a case by case basis. Right. So like if you have princess loving little girls or boys and they, they're going to think eating in the castle and you're talking it up and you're watching the movies before your trip. And then they think they're in this magical real castle. The princesses are coming up. And like, of course, that's amazing. And it's probably worth the money, right? But like, if I'm just taking my my two kids there and they're all about the rides and they don't care to eat and it's just slowing them down and they don't care about characters, I'm not spending my money there. I feel the same way I think about Space 220 where I, we went and we ate in the lounge too. And I was still like, this was way more money than I would have wanted to spend for two people to eat. Like, but if this was like a once in a lifetime vacation, I might have been like, yeah, let's splurge and do this exciting, fun lunch. Right. But I know uh, I'm like, I don't know that it was worth it. I don't know. I know. It's like, hey, we have to be careful of our biases. Yeah, you really have to put yourself in the shoes of somebody who doesn't go every, you know, six weeks to the parks. (laughs) Right. So, I mean, that changes it. It does. And I'm pretty pretty good at that because all I do is write all the time. Um, In Space 220, like, that's the perspective I went in. Again, there's a lot of kids that love space. Not all of them, but a lot of kids are like, space, I want to be an astronaut. I'm going to take my kid that maybe wants to be an astronaut there. And no matter if I think it's expensive or not, I'm probably going to be like, it was fun. We did it. This is our one vacation. We might come back in three years on spring break. And I'm probably not going to think twice about it. But if I'm a regular or I'm going once a year and no one's that interested or like I'm a foodie, I might do it once. Space 220, I think it's fine. Like, but it's definitely not something like be our guest. I tell people like, unless you love Beauty and the Beast, I think you're wasting your money. Because it's $100 per adult and not that far off for kids after tax tip and a drink. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm taking the monorail to California Grill if I'm going to spend that money. I say this kind of opinion some all the time when we get people that are like arguing and I'm like, listen, these aren't facts. You know, like I'm not, we're not talking about gravity. Like I'm just <laughs> telling you that because, and to me, like if I'm giving you, I'm going to give you a solution too, right? So I'm not going to tell you don't do this. I'm going to tell you, I think there's something better. If you are, if you're like, no, these character meals or these hard to get meals or whatever are for me. How do you mm-hmm. get these reservations? Because some of these reservations, I'm terrible at it. I will be the first to admit, I should be somebody who's really good at getting hard to get reservations because I do this, but I'm not good at it. And I often will miss out and then I'm unable to get reservations. I feel like you're just type B too, though. Like you're just type B. I'm type B? Well, you're B-ish. It means that even if you have the knowledge, it doesn't mean you care that much, which is, <laughs> a, I, think it's a, I think it's a beautiful thing. No, I think it's a beautiful thing. As a completely neurotic type A, I'm like, oh, what? how nice would that be to like just like think you want to do something but then not care if it doesn't happen? That sounds terrible. I always thought she was type A. 
Yeah. I don't think so. Wait, both I mean, sound bad. Me, I'm sorry. Compared to me, you're type B. Well, there's like <laughs> negative connotations for both, right? But like, mm. I feel like the other I feel one like I'm getting the, the worst of both types. B is the bad one, Between right? the two of you. I think A is the bad one. Like, I'm like, oh my God. Can we like, stop talking about how awful I am and just talk about how to get these reservations? Calm down. The type A's are talking. How do you get hard to get reservations? Go. Okay, you could sign up for text alerts, and that's fine. And I would tell anybody if you have something that you want to get, for sure, do it because you're not missing out by doing that, right? But most of the time, you click those text alerts, you're either too late, or even if you click it as fast as possible, you're still too late. Yeah, that's what I do. And I am a phone person, and I've still yeah. missed out. Yeah, so on those. the best hack is like you have to start looking 24 hours before, like the day before. And then now, the dining policy has changed and you can cancel up until two hours before. So let's say I want to get, mm, give me something that's like, let's say sci-fi. Sci-fi is still a really hard reservation to get. Um, so let's say I'm on sci-fi. I woke up 60 days before, 6 a.m., whatever. I'm looking before it drops and I don't get it. So if I want sci-fi for dinner on Wednesday, Tuesday morning, I'm going to start looking for cancellations. What I'm going to do, though, instead of looking in the app, because I got to be on the app all the time for Genie and all the other stuff, I'm going to open my browser on my phone and I'm going to Google sci-fi, pull up the website, and then have that open in its own separate browser tab. And throughout the day, I'm just going to hit search and like refresh that search for the time I want. And I'm just going to, whenever I remember to do that, do that. Because if I do it in the app, I have to go back and forth, back and forth. But if I have it in its own browser tab, I just have to, you know, open my little whatever it is off the phone and slide over and reopen that and just refresh. And then you really want to check like the night before because that's when people's plans change. They get back. They're tired. They're like, OK, we're going to probably not go to dinner. We're going to like cancel it. Dinner was too much tonight. We're going to see fantastic. I can do quick service, whatever. So I tell people like after 8 p.m. until like midnight, the night before is like a prime time. And then... You're not going to get this for hard to get, but Disney will drop extra reservations for some restaurants the day of, in the morning. Um, it's not going to be all the hard to get ones, but like Oga's Cantina, there's always drops like the day before, the night before in the morning, because um, it's just the excess reservations that they have, either from cancellations that people aren't seeing, or I don't know what the algorithm is, but I know what happens. And then like, if you want something, you just keep opening that browser tab and hitting search, like when you remember... And you would be you would be shocked at that your Ohana's and your Topolinos and your Space 220 and stuff will pop up if you're looking and remembering to search like whenever you're in a line, whenever you're over your headlines. Um, but you know, <laughs> whenever you're on the bus, <laughs> I will say that is what happened to me on the last trip. I because you know, like I said, I'm I'm terrible about getting reservations. Um, I wanted to do Space 220 with my son, who does really like space. And so I was like, oh, yeah, like this will be perfect for him. And of course, I didn't get it because I was not on the ball like I was supposed to be, you know, 60 days in advance. But you it still was, probably wouldn't have if that makes it go that's, better. Yeah, no, you're, I know you're right. I know you're right. Like, And it was such a short trip. So it's not like I had, you know, over a week where I could like look towards the end of my trip to try and get it. It was a quick yeah. trip. So. Um, but it ended up being, I think it was the day before that something opened up and I managed to grab last minute a reservation yeah. for Space 220. Now, I did use an app, but it was like suddenly I was getting notifications like the day yeah. before 
that things were opening up as people were making changes to their plans. Yeah, our readers like Mousecapros the most. Oh, um, I haven't used that one. The the one I've been hearing about from people, like multiple trip reports, like two or three in a row, we're talking about stakeout. Have you ever yeah, tried stakeout? A, yeah, that was the one I used. One too. Yeah, that was the one I used. What I liked about stakeout too was I could see how many other people were looking for that same reservation. Yeah. So yep. that was the thing I knew like, all right, only one other person's looking you know, or has a notification for this particular reservation. Or for Space 220, it was it was more, but it still wasn't a ton. But so I knew I was like, all right, only like five people are right. are signed well, up for notifications. For that, for that app though. Yeah, right? through that because, app. Yes. Because then you got 20 times multiplier for like mouse dining. Right. But I found mouse dining took longer to send me notifications than stakeout. Stakeout sent but stakeout I paid for. So mm-hmm. I paid like a fee for a month or something. I mean, it wasn't a lot, but but I, you know, I paid for it. And so they sent, I felt like they sent notifications faster because I was able to they click do. through and get it immediately. Yeah. I mean, mouse dining, nothing against mouse dining, but they get talked about so much because they have an affiliate program, right? So it's like mouse dining, mouse dining, my stuff, but it's good PR. But I, I would say mouse pros and stakeout are probably the faster ones. Yeah. Mouse dining like, definitely takes longer in my as experience. As far as their interface. Yeah. So that's the big secret which isn't really a secret right it's like as my as my boxy coach husband says know the rules with the game <laughs> <laughs> okay what are the what are the restaurants that or the the snacks or like the popular you know whatever that we should skip the popular food items snacks restaurants are there any that you're like this is overrated just skip it Oh, well, the first thing I think of is the drink and the pineapple, the Lapu Lapu of Polynesian. <laughs> but it is fun. It's fun. But it's like $19 if it's like three ounces. That's by the time like done. for your Instagram, I think. Yeah, I know. That's sure. if you. <laughs> That's like always the first thing that comes to mind, though. Also, I'm like, I want you to scoop out the pineapple and like blend it into pina colada and then serve that. Because so that much wasted pineapple. Sense. I know. Yeah. So anyways. Um. I mean, we already talked about, I feel like it kind of came up like throughout, but like, you know, obviously I'm not a BR Gas fan. It's not that the food is really bad either. It's just, I'm going to spend that I'm going somewhere else. How about like the, you know, they'll, Disney will release the, um, like the foodie guides and it's like, like here's the crazy snacks. Oh yeah. Like here's the it's limited like, time, insane, you know, three pounds like, of icing. <laughs> are like, are those a- worth hunting out in your opinion? Here's a milkshake. Here's a milkshake with a, a Pop Rocks rim topped <laughs> with a, cake, a slice of cake. Yes. They have with- to come up with something original so often that we, like, it they ends almost up immediately crazy. became absurd. Yeah. And they've been oh, absurd no, for but- years. Yeah, are, are those eight gummy worms. Are those worth searching out? Like if you look no. at... <laughs> no, never? <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> but I'm like... So the stuff they come up with, like the sugar bombs, though, and I think most people are like, really? But like, it is vacation. So it's like, whatever. You could try whatever you want. I don't know. I'd say most of it is so outrageous. Like, um, what do you think is really overrated? Oh, I don't know. Popcorn buckets? <laughs> I think you may have gotten it there. I I think for the first time ever had popcorn at the parks just recently. Yeah, no, it was when I was with Tanner at the um, after hours thing. The idea of okay. eating freshly popped popcorn 
in like 90 degree Orlando heat, I mean, for sure. like plus, you know, 100% humidity seems like an awful idea. But when we went, it was like 45 degrees out. Yeah. And it was unlimited treats at the after hours. So we had popcorn, which was good. Right. But I could, I don't understand popcorn buckets. And what do you do with them when you get them home? I don't get it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not buying plastic things unless I like have to. I don't use plastic bags, blah, blah, blah. So I'm not buying popcorn buckets. So no I'm giant with, figment I'm gonna, popcorn bucket. I'm going to agree with you there. For you. But uh, some of them are fun. But uh, yeah, I don't, I mean, we're like, I say we're minimalist. We're close to it. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not taking home anything with Disney. That's uh, and like the shape too. I'm like how much popcorn are you actually getting? I know. But it's a souvenir that's covered in butter and salt. <laughs> <laughs> a greasy, greasy yeah, souvenir. How do you clean it? How do you clean these things? The I don't know. I suppose because I won't take one home. I don't home. think they'd survive it. I've never purchased I don't a think popcorn so either. Bucket. Yeah, I'm not purchasing. I also like if I'm gonna like eat like junk food at the parks. I'm not eating popcorn, which I can make at home. Or yeah, at the movies. I agree. Well, that popcorn you know? walking plus heat in a strange place. A hundred percent. I'm getting diarrhea. <laughs> in a That's strange. strange. Did you just say I'm getting place? diarrhea? Yes. <laughs> a strange place. <laughs> He's you getting diarrhea Disney, in a Disney strange popcorn, place. You're getting diarrhea yep. somewhere strange. <laughs> I think we're talking like, about the post-apocalypse. <laughs> oh, no. 8 a.m. outside Animal Kingdom. He's had diarrhea <laughs> in the parks before. <laughs> <laughs> Is this getting edited? Do no, I, maybe. Maybe <laughs> or not. In the, how old were the boys when that happened? Not old enough to be uh, So it was at oh, the... this was like a situation... <laughs> Ah. So it was back when um, security, like when everybody had to go and they had to like manually search through your bags. So this was like pre-COVID. So we were at Animal Kingdom and I had the we're stroller. The and I was like, I got the bubble guns. <laughs> but he didn't. I don't feel good. He didn't say anything. So no one knew. So I was like, why don't you take the boys and go through the fast line because you don't have any bags. I have the stroller. So I'll go with Kennedy. And so I'm in the stroller line. He gets through with the boys and he goes, oh, God, he's like, you two wait over by the Christmas tree because this was like right around the holidays. And then he runs to the bathroom and leaves the boys who were like, I don't know, eight and ten maybe at the time. He's like, you stand there away from your mom. So I finally get through and I'm like walking around like, where are they? And I see the boys just standing there by themselves. I was like, "Where is he?" They're uh, like, it was within seconds. They were like, "I don't know," because they were kids. So I'm texting him, and he's like, "I'm having diarrhea." <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. I'm in the bathroom right by the entrance. At Dan's. Dan's diarrhea. <laughs> Dan's animal kingdom. <laughs> it wasn't that like. <laughs> Wasn't there like a little kid in the stall next to you? Yeah, and his dad was like, "We, have to, we gotta go." It's like, I was like demolishing that thing. It was be- all right. When no, I travel- it's so it took so long that I made it through. So I made it through like old school stroller security at rope drop and you know how long those lines get i made it through found the kids we stood around for like five to ten minutes and then i was like all right kids let's go meet mickey (laughs) so we went and we met mickey I, and by the time we were done, he was like just 
finishing. <laughs> I was constipated on that trip. And you were like, oh, you want oh, to see? Yeah. You were like, oh, do you want me to see if they have anything? Oh, yeah. I, in that's the like, right. convenience store. The I was night like, before yeah, sure. I went to see if they had stools. And so you got me like nightmare diarrhea pills, which I took. And it was like, take it. And then if it does nothing, take another two hours. So I did it. Nothing happened. The next day, I got turned inside out. <laughs> it was awful. And of course, they have like jacked up toilet paper. I'm like, I need my bidet or a garden hose. <laughs> That's right. They didn't have stool softener. They only had laxatives. Yeah. Turns out those are very different. I mean, I knew they were different, but I gave you one and you were like, nothing happened. That's so like, you took the rest of they them. They are. They're like, they're like edibles for your first. <laughs> yeah, I was like, these laxatives yes. ain't shit. And no, then I took three. It's not working. It's not working. Oh, I forgot about that part. Oh, crying. My freaking head hurts. <laughs> I feel so bad for your podcast editor. (laughs) Oh, I forgot about that. It was that we went and met Mickey in the time and you still weren't done. That's what was so funny about it. Like we stood around and I was like, well, let's go meet Mickey. Our plan had been to rope drop like something in Pandora, Flight of Passage or Navi. And instead he demolished a bathroom for a half an hour. Oh, yeah, it was wrecked. I'm sure they had to call maintenance after that. So anyway, we didn't rope drop any rides. I was like, I feel dirty. <laughs> oh, it's so oh my hot God. and sweaty here. I need a shower. Whew. Yeah, no, it's uh, like one of the worst experiences of my uh, life. Did we ever answer my question about foodie guys? I don't know that we uh, did. We just talked about how horrible the stuff was. <laughs> was this the least helpful thing ever? <laughs> I would never admit to seeing diarrhea at Animal Kingdom. And that's why I need Kurt on this show to humiliate himself for the sake of my audience. Like, and- Hooray! I'm useful! <laughs> All right, keep going. This is surreal brilliance. All right, so the foodie guide is sugar and... But they're still fun to look through. They're fun to look through. Well, see, I am a sugar addict, so I can run on sugar like pretty well so what do you how do you-, uh, you know what at the parks though i have gotten way more sensitive as i get older and i'm like i have to like eat i don't know but okay so let's do to close i'm in charge now <laughs> oh okay no please do <laughs> wrap it up for me wrap it up for me <laughs> your favorite food you've ever eaten at disney that you can still get that, that's like still there right because that's obnoxious and people are like this is the best thing ever it's not there I know Kurtz is the bread service it's an on, right? Absolutely. With his bonus with the tin, bonus with dip. the tin dipping sauces. Yeah, I need the secret sauce. Oh right? man. Ronto wraps are really oh, good. Oh yeah. Both the the sausage and the vegetarian are really good. Um I okay. just had for the first time the grilled cheese and tomato soup at Beaches and Cream. That was the best grilled cheese sandwich I've ever had in my entire life. It's a good grilled cheese. I solid. I could not believe. Now I will say, I you know it was like forty five degrees out when I was there, mm-hmm. so it was like perfect weather for grilled cheese and tomato soup. And normally when it's like ninety degrees, I don't know that that would be my go to. Yeah. Um. But that was delicious. It is delicious. Um. Topolino's the scallops that I had there are amazing. The ricotta hap 
and Topolino's also comes to mind. The ricotta app is like cheese and bread, baby. It is so good. How about like basic, basic yeah. snacks, like theme park snacks, like Mickey bars, pretzels, that kind of thing. Talk about the snacks. The snacks. Snacks. The We're snacks. from the Midwest. The snacks. We want to hear snacks. about the snacks. It's really nailed that, eh? Snacks. Um, baseline, baseline pretzel at Hollywood Studios. Um, the Nutella waffle at Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that hasn't come up in a food episode. Um, I mean, it's a waffle with like a pound of Nutella and strawberries. <laughs> and us. It's so a little much for me, but I, like, I could intense. do a few bites of that and I'm like, yeah, any right. more than that. And I you would know, probably you hurl split some of these things. Yes. I would need like m- multiple people to help me out. For right? me, I think it's, it's okay. um, citrus swirl, over, like well over Dole oh, Whip. Dole Whip okay. I like, but Dole Whip is not my favorite. I mm. I like citrus swirl. That makes sense. I feel like it's one or the other, right? I'm not a dreamsicle girl. So I'm I was going to say it's, it's got a dreamsicle because you get the vanilla yeah. with it. Yeah, like, oh my gosh, a raspberry, pineapple, Dole Whip swirl. Yeah, I know, because it's like bougie, snack, park. I mean, a freaking Mickey ice cream bar is delicious on a hot day, right? That chocolate is like dense and it's like dark and it's yummy. All right, Allie, where can we find you? Yeah, your lovely listeners can find us on our website. Sign up for our newsletters. I feel like I send the best emails about Disney on the net. Um, but yeah, subscribe to List Letter. I get we do like food tips pretty much almost every Saturday. There's at least something with food and restaurant. Well, thank you for talking food with us tonight. Heck yeah. Today. Heck I'm yeah. Thank you again, Allie. Um, you can find all of the information on how to sign up for Allie's newsletter in the show notes. And I think that is it for this episode. So until next time, happy eating, and I'll see you guys in the parks. <laughs>